This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Manny Bazunas along with Lior Semfiru. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. Lior is one of the nation's leading labor and employment lawyers. And uh, throughout this next hour, we'll be taking your calls if you have been terminated and you're not quite sure what to do. Uh, let's take a little of the emotion and let's look at some of the facts. And that's why Lior is here each and every week at this hour. On CKNW, Lior, another busy week for you? Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Manny. And it was a busy week indeed, and it is a busy time of year. And uh, always happy, though, to take the time and come here on the show on CKNW and talk about employment law and workplace rights. And I want to thank everyone that's contacted me this week, asking me some questions, wanting to know about their rights uh, in the workplace. And a lot of the people that called me actually didn't even get to hear the show. They heard about it from their friends. So, again, thank you for all our listeners uh, to making, making sure that people are informed about their workplace rights. We're trying to change the dynamic, change the status quo, where people did not know what their rights were. People did not understand or, or, or they believed things that were not true. We're working really hard here to change that and, and, and even out that playing field. And to get us warmed up, uh, Manny, as, as we usually do, let me tell you about two situations, two callers, both from CKNW that called me this week, their issue and, and uh, how those were uh, dealt with. Uh, the first one involved a gentleman uh, that found himself in a difficult situation. He was a salesperson, uh, and he made a mistake. He uh, filled out uh, a, a request for a proposal, uh, a bid, if you will, on a job, incorrectly put in the wrong information. It was his mistake. And because of that, the company's bid was disqualified. So for obvious reasons, the company was upset with him, as they should have been. He made a mistake. Uh, but the company's reaction here was to say, this is a, a very big mistake. We're going to let you go for cause. Now, uh, what does that mean? Cause is the capital punishment. It's the death penalty of the employment relationship because it's reserved for the worst offenders. And it means the company lets the person go without severance. Now, here's the thing, Manny. This person had worked for the company for seven years. Uh, he was uh, always had good performance reviews, never had any issues. And yes, he made a mistake, no excuse. But the real question was, did that rise to the level of cause? And the answer was absolutely not. Cause is a very, very high standard. It is so difficult to terminate for cause. The employer really has to show that whatever the employee did made it impossible to continue employing them. And it's not enough to show that someone did something wrong or even a few things wrong. It is really a high, high standard. And in my experience, Manny, the vast majority of employers pull the trigger on a termination for cause well before they should. The net effect of that, of course, is that the person that, that's been let go is wrongfully dismissed. So what I told this gentleman to call me the salesperson is, yes, you're entitled to severance, of course, in the eyes of the law. This was a termination without cause. And for him, he was 50 years old after seven years of employment and as a salesperson, right around 10 months uh, of compensation. That's what he was owed. So forget about nothing. Uh, he's owed 10 months, and I'm going to be working with him in the next few days and the next few weeks to get him that compensation. Uh, he was very relieved to do that. Obviously, he's still unhappy to have lost his job, but at least now he knows 
money that he's going to get his compensation. So there's a very important lesson there for all our listeners. Well, general, generally, now, Leo, me, I just want to ask you, yeah. because the company viewed his um, inadequate, if I can use that word, proposal that cost them uh, the job that they were uh, bidding on. Well, what is a mistake that you can be let? I mean, is there such a mistake that you can so, be terminated yeah, there for? Is. Absolutely. So first of all, if this was part of a series of, of issues and they had properly warned him and then uh, properly documented it, then yes, this absolutely could have been the, that straw that broke the camel's back and it, it could have allowed the company to let him go. That wasn't the case here, of course. The, the, he had a clean record, never an issue, uh, the one blemish on an otherwise perfect record. In some situations, the conduct itself could be on its own so bad that it does rise to the level of cause. Uh, certain serious things such as theft or, or, or violence or you know serious harassment, those on its own will be caused. You don't need to, to give someone an opportunity to steal several times, of course. So, But short of serious conduct that's done deliberately, you can't let someone go for cause unless you're the employer and you've done the work. You've built up the case. You've provided warnings. If you haven't done that, you can't let go for cause. You can still let go without cause. This employer could have decided, you know what, we don't want this salesperson working for us anymore, so we're going to let him go without cause. We'll pay him severance, but we'll let him go. They did not do that. They wanted to, to try to let him go uh, with cause and without severance, and that's what made it a wrongful dismissal, Manny. Well, let me ask you one more question on this particular person, because he is going to get, hopefully, 10-month severance after you negotiate that with the company. Can you also negotiate a fair... Uh, referral because if he goes out into the workplace and, and tries to get another job and they call this particular employer who's let him go and they say, well, yeah, you know, he really messed up on this proposal. We had to let him go. I mean, that's hardly a nice background check. I mean, can you yeah, negotiate that it, it, out of the exactly. equation? Well, that's a huge thing because if, if he's going to get a bad reference here, that may mean he'll never work again. So one of the things we always, always try to do when we resolve these things is essentially try to rewrite history. What I mean by that is to try to agree with the employer that we're going to treat this from now on as a termination without cause. You're going to provide a reference letter that's going to talk about the positive things. And all you're going to do when you're going to call for, you're going to be called for a reference is confirm what's in that letter. So yes, we always negotiate those things. Listen, people are, are human. People make mistakes. I have. I'm sure you have. We all have. And, and that that's something that the law recognizes. So someone shouldn't be deprived of severance, and they shouldn't have their career destroyed because of uh, one mistake. Absolutely not. Okay, before we get to case number two of the week, I want to remind folks they can call Lior right now, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. That's 604-280-9898. And to reach Lior through the week, toll-free, 1-855-821-5900 or email help at employmenthour.com. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980. CKNW, Manny Bazunas, along with one of the nation's leading labor and employment lawyers, Lior Samfiru, and love to hear from you. 604-280-9898. Okay, let's get to case number two of the week, Lior. That's right. Thanks, Manning. So case number two, again, another uh, gentleman that called me uh, this week. Now, what happened with the gentleman, he had a job, uh, he had worked at the job for 10 years, uh, was happy with the job, didn't have a, an issue in a senior position, a managerial position, and the headhunter came to him. And the headhunter said to him, "You, I have a position you'd be perfect for. Initially, this gentleman didn't have any interest. Uh, he said no. 
but the headhunter pursued him over a period of a few weeks. He finally agreed this this gentleman to meet with the company. He did, uh, and and they made some nice big promises about how great this is going to be for his career and how much compensation he's going to ma- make. And eventually, he agreed to leave his job, the one that he had for ten years, and join this company. He joined the company, obviously, again, the senior position. Unfortunately, less than a year later, the company decided that it wasn't working out and that they were going to let him go. And they said, well, you're a one-year employee. We're going to give you two months pay and off you go. He called me. He called me uh, last week, heard our show, and wanted to know if that was adequate. So here's the thing, Manny. This gentleman had a job for 10 years. They recruited him with great promises and they let him go shortly thereafter. When a situation where an employee is recruited away from a job, we call this inducement, the law recognizes their past service as part of the severance for the new company. So in the eyes of the law, he was now not a one-year employee, he was an 11-year employee, including the 10 years that he had before, because he was recruited away, because he was not looking to leave. So now he's going to be owed probably around a year's pay instead of much, much less than that. So there's a very important lesson there for our listeners. If you are recruited away from another job, be mindful that your past seniority may carry through. You want to not accept the job offer letter that would limit your future severance and understand that you actually may be owed enhanced severance in those situations. Really glad that he heard the show, and this is why we're here to enlighten and inform and take your calls, which we're going to do after this break, 604 280 9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Again, to reach Lior through the week, toll-free, 1-855-821-5900, or email help at employmenthour.com. And you're back to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. Manny Bazunas along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading labor and employment lawyers. We are heard at this hour every weekend on this radio station. Love to hear from you. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. And to reach Lior through the week, toll-free 1-855-821-5900 or email help at employmenthour.com. Got a little uh, fun thing for all of us to do a little bit later. The severance pay calculator, and Lior's going to touch on that in a moment. If you're sitting around just uh, Googling, uh, why don't you Google severancepaycalculator.com and see what you might get for severance if you uh, type in certain things. Lior's going to elaborate on that severance pay calculator in a moment. But want to take some calls, 604-280-9898. Jim E., how are you? 18 she works as a waitress and the uh, owner uh, of the place doesn't give them any meal breaks and he takes a percentage of their tips under the guise of a tax what 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 are they doing right and wrong well first of all yes the meal breaks have to be given okay uh, and, and there's not even an issue there they have to in terms of tips as long as ultimately she makes more than minimum wage you know, it's unfortunate, it's unfair, it's maybe even unethical, but it's not necessarily illegal. Uh, and, and a lot of employers think they can take advantage of, of, of younger employees because, you know, they're, they're not maybe as sophisticated and these are not uh, necessarily high-paying jobs. Uh, so my best advice whenever dealing with those types of situations uh, is to contact the Ministry of Labor. The Ministry of Labor is there to help with these issues, issues with wages, uh, issues uh, with hours of work, etc., 
they can't unfortunately help with losing your job, but they can help with those issues. So I, I would have her contact the Ministry of Labor. She can even do that anonymously, and the Ministry of Labor can you know, come in and take a look at the employer's practices and maybe order some changes if they're needed. Very good. Anonymously was what I was looking for. Okay, thank you so much. Jimmy, really appreciate Thanks, the Jimmy. call. Uh, we are taking your calls to Lior Semfiru for the rest of the hour, one of the nation's leading labor and employment lawyers. He'd love to answer whatever issues you might have in the workplace, especially if you've been terminated and you're not quite sure what to do. It's always an emotional time. And Lior at least can look at the legal implications or repercussions of a possible severance package that you might be owed. So here is your opportunity, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. And to reach Lior through the week, toll free, 1-855-821-5900 or email help at employmenthour.com. Com. John, welcome to CKNW. Hi there. Uh, just a quick question. I um, um, uh, was a manager for 21 years at a place. Uh, I left uh, due to health issues. Uh, or Sorry, I didn't leave. Sorry. Um, I had some health issues. Uh, uh, and my doctor advised me to take some stress leave. Um, after uh, uh, almost uh, eight months, uh, my... Uh, uh, the owner of the business uh, said that uh, I was no re- no longer required to, uh, to come back, and uh, I got walking papers. Um, and I'm just wondering, in that situation, uh, is there any recourse? After, wow. You know, and, John, did they pay you any severance? Um, I got uh, eight weeks severance, but I was there for 21 years uh, wow. managing two different businesses. Um, um, but, yeah, just in general, that's... Uh, you know, I was, uh, the doctor advised me to take stress leave because uh, I had uh, problems with health, and uh, they just said that it's advised that I definitely take some time off. So, John, here's the thing. First of all, let's yes. talk about the termination itself. And the fact that you were let go in those circumstances when you're off on a medical leave, uh, the employer simply says, we don't want you back. There, that easily could be a human rights issue. You cannot be let go because you suffer from a serious medical condition. Now, if the termination was completely unrelated, maybe, but clearly it wasn't here. So before we even talk about compensation and severance, the termination itself may be illegal because of it's a human rights issue. Now, let's deal with the obvious thing. Uh, Let's assume even it was a legal termination. After 21 years, you're going to be out a lot more than eight weeks. John, how old are you? Uh, 53. Well, 53, I think you said you were a manager. After 21 years, you're probably looking at, at 20 to 24 months pay, okay? I, I, I said the word months, not weeks. Yeah. 20 yeah. to 24 months. So not only were you wrongfully dismissed in the sense that you were not paid the severance that you owed, uh, you may have also had your rights under the Human Rights Code violated. So uh, that's the bad news. The good news, John, is that the law is very straightforward when it comes to these things, and we can resolve it pretty quickly. So I do want you to give me a call off air. Let me help you get this resolved, get the compensation that you're owed. You really, really should not allow your employer to get away with this. Well, I, I could go into more depth, but didn't really want to do it on the air. But, uh, yeah, no, there was a lot more issues with this gentleman. That, uh, uh, But anyway, yeah, I think it would be better to say some of the stuff, save it for private uh, phone calls. <laughs> but anyway, I really, yeah, we need to really, talk. really appreciate uh, uh, the show. And, um, yes, um, I, I would like to contact you to uh, have further discussion in regards to this matter. Well, we're really, yeah, really, to it. really appreciate your uh 
calling, John, and uh, just stay on the line, and we'll get you uh, Lior's uh, number that you can reach him through the week, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred, or email help at employmenthour.com. Uh, that issue of stress leave is popping up more and more, Lior, in the workplace. And uh, what are the rights for people who are on stress leave? Is, it a, is there a finite period they can stay out? Are they entitled to their exact same job when they come back? Uh, how does all that work under the law? Manny, absolutely. The, the issue of stress leave comes up a lot more often these days. We're, we're working in this high, uh, pay, uh, very fast-paced environment, high-stress environment, more is expected of employees. Do it faster, better, uh, and, and oftentimes, you know, that could that could be overwhelming. And many people find themselves having uh, difficulties managing and having stress and having to take time off. So here's how that works, uh, Manny. As long as a doctor, a doctor says you need time off work for medical reasons, your employer has to give you that time off. It's not up to the employer to decide. The employer is not even allowed to know what the medical condition is as long as they know that a doctor says you need to be off. And there's no time limit on this. You can be off as long as the doctor says you need to be off. Maybe it's a few days, maybe it's a few months, sometimes it could be even be longer than that. So there's no time limit. Now, there's a limit after, usually after a few years, the employer can say enough is enough, but that that's very rare and it's only after a few years. As long as the doctor says you can't work, then you can be off work. That doesn't mean you lost your job. You still have a right to your job. You still have a right to severance if you come back and there's no job for you. So uh, remember, as long as the doctor is supporting you, that's all you need. 604-280-9898 is the number to reach Lior Sanfiru, one of the nation's leading labor and employment lawyers. I'm Manny Bazunas. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980-CKNW. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. To reach Lior through the week, toll-free, 1-855-821-5900, or email help at employmenthour.com. Susan, welcome to CKNW. Hi there. Um, I have a, I'm on WCB, have been for quite a while, um, it's permanent, and I kind of advocate for some people who were wronged, like I was, and um, I'm wondering, this is kind of like, this needs to go to a lawyer, the situation. And I'm wondering if I help this person as far as going to a lawyer and stuff, could WCB, like, cancel my claim? Like, Oh, I understand not? what you're saying. So yeah. you're saying if they find out that you help someone else, they say, well, we don't like you anymore, we're going to cut you off. Right. No, the answer is absolutely not. They cannot do that. They will not ever do that. It, it, it's not how they operate. So, so no, you have no nothing to be concerned about that at all. By the way, if they did, that would make it to the the front page of the of the paper. But no, that that's not something that's going to happen. Uh, if you want to refer someone to either to me or to another employment lawyer, you should. That's your call. You don't you don't have to, but you don't need to be worried about uh, any repercussions. Okay, I'll get your information because this is big time. Um, yeah, they wronged me so bad that I'm on permanent disability. They awarded me for life instead of 65. And, um, I have an apology letter from the president and CEO at the time. Um, and it's just, it's so bad. Like I want to go to the news, but I'm afraid that they're going to cancel my claim. Well, Susan, we're, we've got to, 
uh, take a little break ourselves here, okay, but sorry. as as Lior mentioned, why don't you get a hold of him through the week and he'll help you work all this out. And just stay on the line, and uh, our man Matt behind the glass will give you the numbers to reach Lior through the week, and I think uh, Lior will be able to resolve uh, your issues. In fact, I know he will. Uh, live show this afternoon. It's live every weekend at this hour on CKNW. It's your opportunity to speak with one of the nation's leading labor and employment lawyers, Lior Samfiru. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. And you are back to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading labor employment lawyers. We're heard at this hour every weekend on CKNW. Love to hear from you, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. And uh, to reach Lior through the week, toll-free, 1-855-821-5900 or email help at employmenthour.com. Lots of calls uh, for you, Lior. But first, I want you to explain this really fun, uh, what it, is it a calculator? Is that what we're looking at, the severance pay calculator? I, I've, I've yet to do it, but I promise you I'm going to do it when we finish uh, today because I think I'm owed a lot of money if I'm let go from here. Severancepaycalculator.com. Yeah, that's right, Manny. It is a fun tool, but it's also an extremely, extremely important one. If you lose your job, you need to know, of course, how much you're owed. If You need to know if what you've been offered is fair. I've said this before on the show. I'll say it again. 90% of people, when they're let go, are not offered adequate severance. In fact, it's not even close. So I created the severance calculator. As you've said, the address is severancepaycalculator.com. And all it does is it tells you how much severance you're owed. You input your age, your position, and the length of your employment. You just pick it from drop-down menus, and you're done. That's it. It's going to tell you whether you're owed two months' pay, 24 months' pay, or anything in between. It is extremely easy to use. It's free. It's anonymous. You can use it if you lost your job. You can use it if you're just curious, like you were just saying, Manny. Make it the first place you go to when you lose your job, when you're walking out of that unfortunate meeting with uh, your termination paperwork in hand. And if you know someone that lost their job, don't let them accept inadequate severance. Tell them to go to severancepaycalculator.com. It also gives you an option if you want to contact me directly from the calculator. You don't have to, but it gives you that option. Uh, and, and at least you should be informed. SeverancePayCalculator.com. Okay, lots of people waiting to talk to you, Lior. Let's uh, get Brett on the line. Hello, Brett. How are you? Uh, not too bad. What's your question for Lior? Well, I, was, I, I worked at the P&E, and uh, after eight years of vested service, uh, they bought me out. And I was just wondering if it's a $5,000 that they're offering me is is truthful so brett you said i think eight years yeah and years uh how vested. old are you brett actually eight eight years tested uh yeah with the union right so but two years ah, prior okay. to that, i worked uh as a casual uh, i'm 63 so here's the thing brett uh when you're part of a union uh different rules apply and unionized employees unfortunately don't get the same severance uh, and the same compensation as other employees. Uh, the collective agreement applies. The law essentially stays out of it, and the net effect is you, you do get a lot less. Someone in your situation, non-unionized, would probably get around you know eight, nine, ten months' pay. 
so that's issue number one. The other issue is even if there is a problem and you're underpaid, the only one that's allowed to help you is the union. There's no exceptions to that. We can't say, well, the union is not doing a good job, so I'm going to get someone else to help me. Unfortunately, when, when you're part of a union, you, 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 you're stuck in that process and you have to work with the union to resolve any dispute. So the question has to be addressed to the union, uh, but unfortunately, uh, whether I can't tell you whether $5,000 is adequate, but I can tell you that unfortunately it's going to be a lot less than if you were not part of a union. Uh, well, that's, uh, <laughs> what can I say? Well, Brett, have you talked to your, uh, have you talked to your well, union? Yeah, have, definitely. I've, I've, I've gone through the union in every step of the matter, right? So, and, and it's just like that now with my pension, they're saying I have to collect it like, like monthly. Like I can't get paid out now that I no longer work there. Okay, right. well, but yeah, that, and, and yeah, that depends on the on the plan, and you really, really have to talk to your union and make sure that they do what they have to. You have to be on top of them. Other than that, there's really no other option. Brett, really appreciate your call. Let's uh, go to uh, Donna. Donna, welcome to CKNW. Yes, I was working for um, a company for nine years, and they changed management companies, and they laid off 50 of, of their employees. And some they hired back, some... Um, of the staff went and found other um, employment. However, all they offered us was an eight-week working severance. Can you please elaborate okay. on, on the conditions of that? Sure. So, so let's talk about you specifically. So they gave you eight weeks advance notice of the termination of your employment. That's and after right. that, did you leave? Did you get hired back? What happened after eight weeks? I left within a month into it. Okay. So, so here's the 50%, thing. 50% stayed. Okay. For, for the full eight weeks, you mean? That's correct. Okay. So uh, eight weeks does count towards your severance. So if they give you eight weeks notice, it counts towards your severance. But you could have been owed 12 months severance, which means after eight weeks, they would have owed you the balance. If it's 12 months, they give you eight weeks, they would have owed you another 10 months pay at the end. Now, unfortunately, though, uh, Donna, because you, you quit in, in during that notice period, you're considered to have resigned. And because you have resigned, you're, you're not unfortunately owed that severance. Uh, had you stayed the full eight weeks, then yes, they would have owed you significantly more uh, on that back end. And, and th those employees that did stay on, uh, and if they left as a result of this and there was no further job for them, yeah, they may well be owed significantly more compensation. But those such as yourself that, that did leave, uh, it is unfortunate you probably didn't realize what that meant, but it, it does mean you've you've quit, and because you quit, uh, there's no severance that's going to be owed. Actually, I, I stayed on as a casual, and, and then then received my um my um 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 I, I I stayed on as a casual, and and at the end I was let go. Um, so as you, part you, of the so you did stay the entire eight weeks. That's correct, as a casual. I just went down now, full time to a casual. Okay, and and what happened after eight weeks? Then they gave all fifty of us our final papers. Okay, Initially, and did they yeah, pay you more severance? Letter, and then they let go of everyone um, after the eight week severance of working. But after the eight weeks, uh, Donna, did they give you more payment, more severance? No, absolutely not. Okay, then, then you are definitely then, okay, good. I'm, I'm glad that 
uh, that you didn't leave before. If you worked the full eight weeks and after eight weeks they said, thank you and this is your last day, uh, they shook your hand and walked you out of the building, then yes, you're absolutely owed severance. Remind me again, Donna, how many years were you there? Nine. Nine. Uh, sorry, were you part of a union? No. Okay. And what kind of job? What were you doing? Um, resident service care, carried, nurse. Okay. Aid. Yeah. I got that. And, and how old are you, Donna? 56. So, yeah, I, I wasn't far off. You're right around 12 months pay is what I would assess you at, somewhere between 10 to 12 months pay, which means you got two months as, as working notice. That, that is part of your severance, but they owe you another eight to 10 months pay now. So, so that, that's, that's the good news is the good news is you're owed more compensation. So you and I mm-hmm. have some, some talking to do uh, off air. I want to, I want to see the paperwork that they gave you and that, let me help you get that compensation. And remember, Donna, your colleagues uh, may be in the exact same situation. They may be owed additional compensation as well. You really should tell them to get some advice. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you kindly. Yeah, well, hopefully, uh, Donna, uh, Lior will be able to work that out and get you 10 to 12 months severance as opposed to the eight weeks that you got. There obviously is a substantial mathematical uh, difference, and it's always nice to come into that found money. I mean, if she, Lior, had accepted that eight weeks working severance, which I've never understood, here's your severance package. Can you keep working for us? <laughs> no, <laughs> I've, I've never, I've never understood that. Uh, but the other yeah. question, uh, the other question with Go Donna ahead. is, how does one prepare, or can one prepare, if you know your company is being sold or a new management company is coming in, that's always a red flag for me that there are going to be changes at the staff level. Can one prepare an exit strategy? Well, not really in the sense that it is the company's decision as to what happens with the employees. So sometimes the new company that's taking over is going to hire and keep on the employees. Some are not, and some are going to do or keep on some of the employees. I think all the, the employees could do is ask questions and try to find out in advance uh, what uh, the company's plans are. Sometimes the company may not announce those plans till the very last minute. But what the employees need to know if you're in a situation where the business is being sold is here's your protections. You, you have protections on, on several levels. Number one is if your employment does continue with the buyer, well, your seniority carries through. That's a good thing. So you're not starting fresh with the new company. So you have that protection that if down the road you're let go, your full seniority is going to count. Now, for those employees that are going to find themselves out of a job as a result of these, this sale, well, the, the, the other protections they have is severance. They get severance right now. The fact that the business is sold, that there's a new owner, does not mean you don't get severance. You get your full, full severance, uh, and, and at least you know that that's going to be something that you're owed, and you can take that, and hopefully that carries you until you find another job. The other thing to remember, man, is if the position that the individual is offered with a new company is a vastly different position than what they had before, they don't have to accept that. That could be considered a constructive dismissal, and they would be entitled to severance yet again. Well, lots of questions, and uh, that's why we have Lior Samfiru with us each and every week on CKNW, one of the nation's leading labor and employment lawyers, and we're taking your calls 604-280-9898 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. And to reach Lior through the week, toll-free 1-855-821-5900 or email help at employmenthour.com. And you're back to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. 
Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading labor and employment lawyers, taking your call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. And to reach Lior through the week, toll-free 1-855-821-5900 or email help at employmenthour.com. Employment myth number five, Lior, why do I need a lawyer? My employer treats me fairly. That's what your ad says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it is, you know, when when, I, when we created those ads, and the reason why we created those ads, what, what I was thinking is, what are the reasons where people don't contact a lawyer, and what are those top reasons? Well, one of them is, well, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure they, they treated me fairly. Uh, you know, I was a good employee. They seem like good guys, so they probably treated me fairly, so why do I need to get some advice? And you know what? Th- that actually kind of makes sense. It does make sense. Why wouldn't it make sense that your your employer that you work well for and they had to let you go, not because you did something wrong, but they just had to, that you think that they treated you fairly? Unfortunately, Manny, and we've talked about this before, but it absolutely bears repeating, uh, in most cases, the vast majority of cases, that's not the case. Most people, Manny, when they are let go, are not offered anywhere near what they are owed. In fact, in my office, when we review a severance offer that's adequate, we, we go talk to each other about it. So I, I tell one of my colleagues, I actually saw a good severance offer today. It's that rare. And there's two reasons for it. Uh, the first reason may be that the employer itself may be unaware of its obligations. The employer may not understand and appreciate what they have to pay the employee. They want to do things right, but they just don't know what they owe the person. Uh, and in that situation, they, they may think they offered you a good package, and in fact, the package is 10 cents on the dollar. The second option, the second category of, of, of employers are those that probably do understand quite well what they owe, but they count on the fact that the employee is not aware of it, that the employee is not going to understand or appreciate what they're owed, and that because of that, they're going to accept the inadequate severance. And here's the thing, Manny. They're right. The employer is right. The vast majority of people, the vast majority of people don't understand what their rights are and will accept that inadequate severance. So if an employer is going to let go of 10 people and pay them all inadequate severance, probably eight or nine of them are going to accept it without batting an eye or thinking twice. And, and that's the unfortunate thing. It's the one person, maybe two out of 10, maybe, that will get the advice and, and get what they're owed. So those are pretty good odds for the employer. Uh, so what are we trying to do here on the show? What, what I've been trying to do uh, for many years in my career is to try to, to get people to understand that they have an obligation to themselves, to their family, to get that advice, get that information if they lost their job so that they can get everything that they're owed. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. That's uh, to reach Lior live as we speak. If you have a question, if you've been terminated, or maybe your company is looking at terminating you for whatever reason, uh, what are your legal rights? We had a call earlier in the show, Lior, a uh, person who worked as a manager for 21 years, had some health issues, doctor advice, some stress leave, and after about eight months, he was fired at 53 years of age. Uh, you suggested, without looking in detail at his file yet, I know you're going to speak with him during the week, he could be owed up to uh, 24 months. Uh, getting back to people who are on medical leave, however, uh, are they entitled to their exact same job? Uh, and the only reason I ask that is because uh, this fellow, 
uh, had been off for a number of months. Well, the job description in a lot of companies can change over the course of a year. Uh, you know, companies evolve and they devolve. And, you know, he may not come back to the exact same job description. What are his rights there? Absolutely. And, and an employer does have some measure of discretion to change the job within reason. So what they can't do, they can't take the uh, the sales manager and make them the janitor. I mean, I'm being ridiculous, but just to make the point, they can't do that. But can they can they shave off some duties? Can they modify a few others? Sure. Yeah, an employer can do that as long as the employer doesn't change the essence of the job. So if you're on a medical leave and your employer is taking you back, it's the same job, but the job description may have changed a bit. Some of the duties uh, may have been modified. That's okay as long as the new duties are not embarrassing, uh, as long as they're not unrelated at all to what you did before, as long as it doesn't result in less compensation, as long as the job in essence is still there, that's okay. If your employer, of course, is going to do something that's not okay, if they do change it in a significant way, maybe it's a demotion, maybe it's a job that you're not qualified or feel comfortable doing, maybe it's a job that pays less. Well, at that point, you can treat that as a constructive dismissal it's as if the employer has terminated your employment, you can leave and get the company to pay you your full severance. So it really comes down to uh, how big a change was it, and, and is the job in essence still the same job, or is it a vastly different job? Now, Bernie's got an email question for you, Lior. I'm an employer, and an employee that has been on disability leave is trying to return back to work and has provided a doctor's note saying he is fit to return. I do not think he has been honest with his doctor, and I'm concerned about taking him back. What should I do? So so here's the thing. Obviously, the employer's main obligation, primary obligation, is, is to protect the employee, to protect the other employees, and potentially to protect the public if these people are dealing with members of the public. And an employer should not put someone out there doing work where there's a really risk that the person's going to hurt themselves or hurt someone else. So if there's concerns in this situation, if Bernie has a concern about this employee being able to do the job, then I think what Bernie has to do is ask uh, the employee to contact their doctor and give their doctor a letter that Bernie's going to write, and that letter is going to say exactly what the job is. It's going to outline what the job is. Maybe it requires him to lift 50 pounds, or maybe it requires him to uh, uh, maneuver heavy and, and dangerous machinery. And, and tell that to the doctor so that the doctor knows exactly what this person is going to be facing. Because, yeah, as Bernie said, maybe the doctor doesn't necessarily know what the job is. And so Bernie should be informing that of the doctor. And if the doctor still responds and, and clears the employee to do the job, well, then there's not much else Bernie can do other than monitor the employee, make sure that he can do the job. And if there's real concerns, if he's not able to do the job, then we need to deal with that. We may need to, to send the employee off to see a, do- a doctor again. Uh, but ultimately, uh, certainly I, I commend Barry for sending this email and not wanting to put this employee at risk. Uh, that, that's a sign of a good employer. So hopefully I've given him some thoughts in terms of what he can do about it. Well, can they put a, 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 their disabled or previously disabled employee on quote-unquote light duties, and if they do, if he's not able to move, say, heavy boxes, and I'm using this as an an example, well, we'll put you on a a desk job, but it doesn't pay as much. Can they do that? So an employer cannot put an employee on modified duties unless it's requested and, and mandated by the employee's doctor. So an employer can't say to the employee, well, we don't think... 
despite being clear to do your regular job, we don't think you can do it, so we're going to put you on a different job, uh, desk job, or whatever it is. Uh, that Again, that would be a constructive dismissal. On the other hand, if the doctor says, well, this employee can come back to work, but he needs help. He needs some other duties, lighter duties, maybe not to stand as much, not to lift as much, then the employer has to provide that accommodation, not even a question. Uh, and, and an employer can't say they don't want to. They have to provide that accommodation. Maybe it's uh, finding someone to help the employee. Maybe it's giving them a different job. But to your question, Manny, if this different job that's been requested by the doctor is a lesser paying job, then that's okay. Because again, it's not at the employee's insistence, the employee, sorry, it's not at the employer's insistence. It's not like the employer is saying, you're going to only do this job. If this is the job requested by the employee and the employee's doctor, and that job happens to pay less, then at least until the employee gets better, the employer can put the employee in that lesser paying job. Hopefully the employee, after a short period of time or a period of time, will be clear to do their old job. And at that point, the employer has to go back and pay them what they were making before. Well, there are so many issues, and that's why we urge you to uh, reach out to uh, Lior throughout the week, toll-free, 1-855-821-5900, or email help at employer, help at employmenthour.com. And uh, if you're looking for something to do, uh, why don't you uh, go on to this website, severancepaycalculator.com. This is something that Lior has put together, and you just follow the prompts, and if uh uh, if you're considering uh, getting fired, which no one considers, but it, it could be in the works. <laughs> I mean, as my, my great-grandfather used to say, uh, Lior, everyone is valuable, no one is necessary. And so with that in mind, you might want to check out severancepaycalculator.com. Have a little fun with it and see what you might be owed uh, should you hear those two words made uh, famous by one orange-haired now, President, you're fired. <laughs> SeverancePayCalculator.com. Lior, you have a great week, and we'll talk at you the same way we did this hour next week at this hour. Again, to reach Lior through the week, toll-free, 1-855-821-5900, or email help at employmenthour.com. You have been listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. We'll see you next time. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.